The following content contains graphic descriptions of violence, assault and death. Please continue at your own discretion. The world has been outraged by the police orchestrated killing of George Floyd, where a Minneapolis police officer, Derek Chauvin, kneeled on a man's neck for 8 minutes and 46 seconds. The man's last words were, "Mother, I can't breathe." Something happened here in India just 7 days ago which struck a chord in the hearts of Indians just as George Floyd's death did in countless Americans. This is the story of two men who were taken into police custody and beaten till their skins peeled off their bodies. This is the story of Jairaj and his son Phoenix. You guys, the format and the tone for this episode will be slightly different from our previous ones. We truly feel sick to our stomachs having researched this case, and to talk about it now is honestly just as difficult. But this case, in all of its gory details, needs to be heard. We need to be made aware of the state of police brutality in India and the lack of safeguards to turn to if your protectors are the ones that wrong you. By now most of you would have at least heard of Jairaj and Phoenix and some perhaps have seen that video by Suchitra which is trending on Instagram whether you have or have not we are here to tell the full story of these two men two men who were victims of gruesome police brutality As a true crime podcast we believe it is our responsibility to use our platform to share the story with our listeners desi and not desi alike Most national Indian news is dominated by North Indian headlines since most media houses are based here. Moreover, the linguistic differences between North and South states also contribute to this sense of alienation. Ashwarya and I are North Indians and hopefully we are able to do justice to this story on the Desi Crime podcast. The day is 19th June 2020. And Jairaj, a 60-year-old middle-class man is like all of us, still adapting his mobile phone business to the ever-changing government guidelines in a post-COVID world. Small-scale businesses like Jairaj's have been upended by this pandemic due to lack of demand as well as limited government aid. Jairaj runs this shop with his son Phoenix and is a proud owner of a little shopping compartment in Sathankulam, Tamil Nadu. This is a small town in the district of Thuttukudi. also called Tutikoran despite the coronavirus measures 19th june was lined up to be another regular covid day with stuttered sales and less footfall tamil nadu has one of the highest number of coronavirus cases in india and naturally measures have been taken by the state government 
One such measure is that all shops are to be closed before 8pm curfew time. While these rules have been legislated, they aren't regularly enforced and not everybody is aware of each new guideline and its nitty-gritties. Anyway, the day passes and the deadline of 8pm approaches. Whatever the reason may be, Jai Raj keeps his shop open beyond 8 o'clock till 8.15. Whether unknowingly or with the intention is still under speculation, but I believe that is a detail which isn't remotely pertinent to the overall essence of the case. Regardless, a police patrol car spots their shop and Head Constable S. Murugan reports this break of curfew. There's nothing wrong with this so far. The police only did their job and... To be fair, Jairaj did miss the deadline for the curfew, but just by 15 minutes. Regardless, upon being asked to close his shop's shutters, Jairaj complied. He, he didn't make a fuss at all. He closed his shop and logged it by 8.30 and returned home. It was a mundane, routine interaction between cops and civilians. Little did Jairaj know that the next day is going to be his last as a free man. 20th June is a Saturday. Jairaj doesn't think much of last night's events and proceeds with his day normally. However, this day was far, far from normal. On the evening of 20th June 2020, a police jeep pulled up to Jairaj's modest mobile accessory store. It was out of the blue for everybody there. From the jeep stepped out Sub-Inspector Balakrishnan and Police Officer Jesuraj. They claimed to have an arrest warrant against Jairaj. Understandably so, Jairaj was angered by this. Being arrested for a 15 minutes delay in closing Bun's shop is the most ridiculous thing I've heard. Especially when, mind you, Jairaj was compliant with the cops the night before. Naturally, he rebuked this warrant and fired back at the cops with verbal jibes. Following the verbal spat, the police engaged in the first act of police brutality. The first act of many in this case. They took the 60-year-old man by his collar and dragged him to where the jeep was parked and shoved him into the jeep. Funnily, yet sad enough, in the FIR later filed by the cops, the verbal altercation is presented in a manner such that the police seem to think it vindicates them of their action of hurting an unarmed person. Nothing can vindicate the police of dragging and shoving a person in a jeep, a person who was unarmed and 60 years old. This police jeep was headed towards the Kulam police station for quote-unquote interrogation purposes. As night falls on this small town in Tutikuri, Phoenix, who watches his father being dragged away by the cops for reasons he doesn't fully understand, follows the jeep with some of his friends in tow. A worried Phoenix rushes into the police station in an attempt to understand why his father has been taken in and tries to get him out. Now, you know, I'm trying to put myself in his shoes to understand what I would have felt if I would have walked into a station to get my father. And honestly, I don't think I'd be terribly worried. I would probably know that the cops would trouble me, that they won't let my father go without money, that they'll probably pass snide remarks to harass us. And worst case scenario, they'll hold him in for another day or two at the maximum to trouble us. And that's probably what Phoenix thought he would have to deal with. But that was far from what actually happened. 
once he stepped into Sathankulam police station. For a while after he arrives, the police don't let him enter or let him see his father. They ask him to wait before someone can come and meet with him. When he is finally allowed to speak with an officer, he begins to ask questions. Phoenix wants to know why his old father was taken in, where he is being kept and for how long before he is going to be released. But he is not given very many answers at all. He was told his father had kept his mobile phone shop open for 15 minutes past the COVID lockdown curfew time and thus the cops had taken him in. As Phoenix stands in the middle of a police station trying to plead his father's case, begging the cops to release his dad, the cops decide to arrest Phoenix and put him behind bars too. Now this is the turning point of this case. This was no longer a matter of police intimidation or complacency. This case took a sharp turn towards one of the worst cases of police brutality India has ever seen. What happened is disturbing and graphic, but we aren't going to shy away from sharing the extent of torture this father and son duo underwent at the hands of a dozen merciless cops. The first account we are going to share with you is by Percy, the daughter of Jairaj and the sister of Phoenix. The video of her statement can be found on our Instagram at Crime. She said, quote, My father was beaten up by the police inside the station in front of my brother. He couldn't tolerate the assault. He questioned why the cops were beating our father in the name of questioning. The cops then assaulted my brother. His whole body was bruised and bleeding. My uncle was begging the cops to release them, but they didn't show any mercy. All the cops at the station were involved in beating up my brother. I saw pictures of his dead body. All his chest hair was plucked. They had to change his clothes thrice as he was bleeding so profusely. End quote. It is now widely reported that within police custody, the two men were stripped naked with not a single piece of clothing on their bodies and were thrown into a part of jail with no CCTV cameras. However, the following accounts have been corroborated by five witnesses and the wounds on the bodies of Phoenix and Jairaj are evidence of what was done to them. The two men were beaten with lathis or batons. Their knees were smashed and by the end of this entire ordeal, the bones in their knees were crushed. Their faces were shoved against the floor and steel-tipped batons were shoved up their anus multiple times till both men bled. Furthermore, their genitals were almost dismembered. Their backs were beaten so relentlessly and so ruthlessly that their skin peeled off. The police even stooped to the level of plucking their chest hair out. With this much bleeding, the cops sent their now bloodied clothes to their house and demanded a fresh pair, not once, not twice, but four times. The bleeding was so profuse that between just the two men, 10 lungis were used up. While all of this was happening, Phoenix's friends stood outside the police station demanding the two men be released. 
One of those friends was a lawyer named Manimaran who came forward to tell his account of the incident and I quote We were standing out and we were seeing the whole incident from outside through a glass gate Phoenix and his father were beaten In the morning there was blood all over the place where they were sitting Phoenix was beaten so brutally his flesh was ripped off I gave them four pairs of clothes to change. We had laid down a blanket in the seat of the car when we went to pick them up. Phoenix had lost a lot of flesh on his back and he was a well-built man. The car driver was in tears seeing their state. The spot where Phoenix sat was covered with blood. The place where Jairad sat was also covered with blood. The blankets are still with us. Unquote. After hours upon hours of torture these two men were supposed to be taken to the judicial magistrate who would decide whether they would get remands or not however they were never taken to the judicial magistrate and the magistrate dismissed their cases without ever physically seeing these two men I just want to point out here the importance of the judicial magistrate to see the accused. It is the judicial magistrate who upon seeing the physical condition, the physical well-being or the lack thereof of the accused decides whether they are to be given a remand, how long their custody is going to be, whether they should be sent to the prison or whether they should be sent to the hospital. Like in the case of Jairaj and Phoenix. But this wasn't the case. and the judicial magistrate dismissed their cases without ever seeing them in real life after getting off easy with the judicial magistrate the cops then took these two men for a hurried health checkup what the calls called a fitness check where they were pronounced quote and quote fit what they meant by fit only they would know because these two men were far from fit finally in the wee hours of sunday morning after being tortured tormented and brutalized these two men this father son duo were transported to a prison 100 kilometers away to kovilpatti sub jail now i just want to point out that had the judicial magistrate actually seen the two men as he was supposed to he couldn't have legally sent them to a jail but would have instead have to send them straight to a hospital Of course their condition worsened in the jail and they had to be transported to the government Kovilpatti hospital near to the prison one of the eyewitnesses recounts that the seats of the car in which they were taken to the hospital from the prison was red with blood all over it's now the 22nd of june 2020 need i say more Of course nobody could survive what these two men went through not even them Phoenix's battle for his life ended on the 22nd and he was pronounced dead at the hospital the official autopsy declared fever as the cause of death his father held his last few breaths for one more day than his son and passed away in vain and in pain on the 23rd of june his official cause of death was deemed heart failure today on the 27th of june almost one entire week after the men were taken into custody two sub inspectors involved in the incident have been suspended 
the inspector has been removed from the station and the proceedings have been initiated against two head constables. Moreover, the case has gone over to a special Madurai bench of the Madras High Court which would deal with this case further. More than a thousand people of this small town in Tamil Nadu staged a dharna or a sit-in protest and there's a nationwide uproar against a long-standing problem in India. Police brutality and the lack of a safeguard against the wrongs of those meant to protect us. But police brutality isn't the only problem that led these two men to die. It was a failed system overall. A failed magistrate who didn't see the two men, a failed doctor who declared them fit at the intimidation of the police, a failed hospital that couldn't declare the true reasons of their death, and a failed nation that took this long to wake up. Do you all remember when videos surfaced of cops beating people with lathis when the lockdown just began? Many of us sided with the cops beating up citizens when they deemed so necessary. It seemed harmless at the time. It's been three months since those videos surfaced, and now we have stumbled across a far more fatal form of police brutality. I just want to point out to our listeners, when cops beat innocent people with lathis, shoot pellet guns at protesters, use tear gas to dismiss peaceful assemblies, and when we stay silent and compliant with these socially accepted norms, it leads to a toxic culture which results in grotesque and outrageous tragedies such as Jairaj's and Phoenix's deaths. While some progress has been made in the case, it's not enough. To know how you can help the case and the family, go visit our Instagram at Desi Crime for all the information. With that, stay safe, stay brown. Thank you.